0: Hey, I'm Lady C.
1: Hey, this is JT.
0: And welcome to another episode of the Critical Thoughts.
1: In this video, we will be looking at comments from our viewers.
0: And we're going to be referencing the video Jehovah's Witnesses riding waves on a sinking ship. Yes. You know, JT and I, we try to read all the comments that are left on our videos. And in this particular comment that we received from Kurt Ness, we said, this guy really shows that he doesn't do any critical thinking. And not only that, but we think that people use that term very lightly because critical thinking goes beyond just the way you want to look at things. It's really been objective. People have a tendency to hang around people that say the same things that they do or that go along with their train of thought. That's what Jehovah's Witnesses do. And that's why you're not allowed to hang around anybody who doesn't think like a Jehovah's Witness. And that's the reason why critical thinking is so important and people have to really understand what that means. You know?
1: Yes, yeah, very true. In this video, we discuss how the Watchtower uses numbers in their counting of time. And we made the point that it's often said that numbers don't lie, but you can lie with numbers. Well, one of the commenters, his name is Kirk Ness. He had something he wanted to say about our presentation and we'd like to share it with you. This is false information or fake. I've been a witness. Never was I required to do 10 hours. I was a servant for a while. And as a servant, you are. Expected to do 10 hours. But what does the Bible say? More will be expected of you if you're a leader. Those that choose to lead should lead by example. And yes, they should have more hours. The general public are not required to have 10 hours. One hour is sufficient to be a regular publisher, and for those in circumstances of nursing home or in house care, they can report 15 minutes. This guy is misinformed. So Kurt had expressed concern that there was no quota requiring uh, a publisher to turn in 10 hours. And he even told us why. He said, because he personally had had no experience and therefore it couldn't be true. And see, this is one of the problems that we have when we're talking to Jehovah's Witnesses. If they have never experienced it, if it took place before they were aware of it, by default, they go into lockdown mode, as we mentioned, lies, lies, lies. Well, the branch letter that was sent was actually sent in 1973, and that is why I explained to people in the last video that if you were around, you would remember this, but if you were not around, of course, you have no knowledge of it. And so in the branch letter that was sent in February of 1973, it was a follow-up letter to all congregations in the United States, and why? because the society was not pleased with the results. As you read through the information, you will see that the society makes the point that yes, the number of publishers have gone up because we dropped the 10 hour quota, but we're not happy because the hour time has gone down. And it was so fascinating as you looked at what the change in time really was. According to the branch letter, the time went from 9.9 to nine point six point three hours. And as a result, the society said, we need to jump on this right now, get on this. We don't want to see the start, no trend. In fact, in the branch letter, it makes reference to some of the witnesses were saying, they said, look, we have no quota no more. There's no more quota, so why do we have to worry about our time? And the society let them know this is no reason because you don't have that quota anymore, to let your time drop. The pioneers, auxiliary pioneers, regular pioneers, they kept their time requirement, but the publishers, theirs simply dropped. And as a result, the number of publishers went up while the time went down. I couldn't help but mention the point that he talked about when he was a ministerial servant, he was required to have 10 hours. Well, the problem is, even though he was required to have 10 hours, he really didn't know where that 10 hours came from. The 10 hour rule came from really a layover from the days when the hour requirement was in place. For many elders, many circuit overseers, right to this very day, even though it is an unwritten rule, they still stick by the 10-hour rule. If a person is not getting 10 hours, he won't be appointed. And that's really just a layover from when the 10 hours was required. I have said in so many elders meetings where people have discussed round and round and round a brother's hours, he's getting 9.6, 9.6, the national average is 10.1. And we'll be back there for an hour or two just going round and round. And I've seen situations where the circuit of a said, look, if the brother doesn't feel comfortable, if his conscience doesn't allow him to recommend this brother as a ministerial servant, why don't we just table his appointment? Yes, the hours mean a lot. And so that's where the 10 hours came from that he was required to get. Now, one of the last things that he mentioned in his response, was that an hour was only needed to be a publisher, and 15 minutes is what was needed if you were sick or infirm, which is really ironic because that was the whole point of our video, to show that no, the watchtower now has changed it again. The one-hour rule is gone. The 15-minute rule is gone. In fact, you just say anything and tell the brother in the congregation, I talked to somebody about Jehovah, and you will now be counted as a publisher. He made the statement that we were misinformed. No, we were not misinformed. He was misinformed. You see, that's all part of being a critical thinker, doing your homework, making sure that you know exactly what you're talking about.
0: It's interesting too, because when you try to show Jehovah's Witnesses information from old publications, they're told not to listen to that even though it was something that came from the Watchtower Bible and Tract Society. And I remember when I lived in Arizona and we were out in field service and somebody had came to us and said that they went to somebody's door and they had a Watchtower article that looked just like the articles that we used that at the time. And the, the comment that was made was they're part of the evil slave yeah. and you shouldn't be listening and reading or anything or paying no. attention to any <laughs> of the true. things that they had. So what we try to tell people is if you want to know where you're going, you need to know your history. Yeah. So what is the history of this religion? That's the issue here.
1: Yeah. And, and, and I found one of the comments that was mentioned in this particular video, uh, someone related how... In their congregation, they actually had a big card, big postal board up in the back. They had about 60 publishers. And so at the end of the month, at the end of the month, it would have to reflect 600 hours. And of course, if they didn't get the 600, that told everybody in the Kingdom Hall, somebody didn't get their 10 hours. And of course, then that becomes the undue pressure because now everybody's like, well, I wonder who in the congregation didn't get their 10 hours. And if it was you, you knew you had failed the congregation. And so over a period of time, the Watchtower actually dropped it. So, Kurt, no, we didn't lie. That was actually a policy that was in place of getting 10 hours as a quota.
0: And then also what we, we realize is that there are people that are Jehovah's Witnesses, they come into the organization at different entry points. And so if you come into the organization and they stop teaching this 10 years ago or whatever, there's a lot of teachings that they get rid of right away. And then there's a lot of teachings that have remnant. Because when you think about certain things, when we talk about certain types of teachings that Jehovah's Witnesses used to have or didn't have, some congregations are still enforcing old rules.
1: Oh yeah. yeah right? Yeah, that's so true.
0: But in these kind of instances with the hour requirement, they immediately start teaching people, oh no, it's if, if somebody keeps saying we we that pioneers gotta do 90 hours a month. People like, well, we know you weren't a witness in the last 10, 15 years because we only do 70 hours now.
1: Yeah, changing the teachings and then no one basically being able to talk about it is a a tool that the organization uses all the time. Uh, We know like with 1975, at the recent convention a year or two ago, they had a little drama which showed how they was talking about 1975 and the whole flavor just changed. And this has been a very effective tool of the organization to be able to stop teaching things and allow no one to talk about it, basically. And so anybody who's new coming in, they don't even know anything about it. And, and it's, a, it's a nice little tool that the organization has very effectively used. So when people are trying to examine things, they don't know. And that's what makes it so sad.
0: But I think the worst part about this whole thing is where you live at. Like, which country do you live in? And then if, like, let's say, let's just take the United States. If you're in the United States and you live in a certain part of the country, they may not be up with the, with the teachings. And what I mean by that is everybody doesn't keep up with organizational procedures. It happened in our congregation. When a brother was going to get a kidney transplant from his wife, one of the elders actually said, we need to get a judicial case going because he was like, they got to get this fellowship. They got to get, we got to do something about that. So he didn't keep up with that. Yeah. Right. When I was growing up in this religion, I thought we all taught the same thing. But you got to remember that the issue that you face is it's only as good as the elders that's presiding over the congregation. If the elders don't keep up with the Watchtower teachings, if they're sleeping at the elders' meetings, whatever you want to call it, they ain't paying attention, then... The friends are at their mercy, which means that you're you're working with outdated information. And so when JT was doing the video talking about the counting of time and giving you a history of what it was like, like he said, Mm -hmm. Kurt Ness was like, oh, no, you lying. But like JT said, have you done your homework? Have you done your research to find out if, in fact, this was true? And that's the issue that we find with giving out information about what our life experience was in this religion.
1: Yeah, that's so true. That is why we encourage people, do your research. Do your research. Become a critical thinker.
0: This has been Lady C. And
1: this has been JT.
0: Thank you so much for being in our audience. We look forward to seeing you on the next video.
1: Take care. This program was sponsored by Critical Thinkers.